Got my tan on. And I uh, tried not to die. He tried not to die because a bubble kid. But uh, not a big episode today. Well, we figure since we got all these new questions and everything, we've never answered some of them. So we figure we just kind of go back and forth on a few questions for ourselves. Uh, so, Lynn, you want to go first or you want me to go first? You take a pick. Um, let's see. I'm, let's, let's start off easy. Who's, which one of us is the biggest risk taker? Uh, I'm not a big risk taker. So you can have that one. See, I don't know how you am either. I don't know. You take more risks than I do. I do. How's that? I'm not getting on roller coasters and stuff. I'm not, uh, even though you did trick me to getting on a roller coaster. No, let's, let's talk about that. Let's unpack it. We went to Universal Studios. Yeah. And at Universal Studios, we were big Harry Potter fans. So they had this ride. It was what, the Escape Green Gods? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Universal, we, most of the rides there at that park is indoor 3D rides. Except for this one. Well, it's a 3D dark roller coaster ride. So when when we looked at it, it, we looked it up. It was like, oh, it's just a 3D ride. It's no big deal. No, cool. So I try to fit on on the little seats. My thighs are too big, so I can fit on the ride. So... Drizzy and our Otis, AJ, he they decided to get on the ride. Cool. Mm. So they get on the ride and come find out. By the time we get to the front of the line where it is time to get on after a two hour wait, it is a roller coaster. It has you strapped in on like well yeah, by your thighs. And you get on and you take a little ride, you know, your little 3D part of the movie, and then all hell breaks loose because they sit there and shoot a spell at you and it inter- it automatically points you down, like for a drop. And it's dark so you don't realize it until you like are like looking down and like, oh shit, this is a roller coaster. And we go zoom. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved to have done it, but my thighs are too big. I want to try. I want 
that risk. I would have took it. I've been scared. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not a roller coaster person, but I would have did that. See, that answers your question right there. You're the risk taker. I would have took that risk, but I'm just mad that my thighs were too big and I couldn't get on the ride. That's okay. We digress. Like you have fun with your son, I like and big, I got to sit down and watch everybody else. I like big thighs. You do like big thighs, but that time I couldn't do nothing. I was out of luck. Too many thighs. Too much chunking and chunk. Hey, too much chunking and chunk. Next, next time I'm watching a YouTube video on the, the ride because... Yeah, I'm not a big risk taker or a thrill seeker like that, so I'm definitely not. That's definitely not me. Well, I mean, to each their own. I, I, yeah, I will, okay, I'll take that. I'll take the risk taker because mm-hmm. I would do it. Okay. So it is my turn to pick a question. And I think I am going to go with the... What is your most memorable date? Most memorable date. Hmm. It was our anniversary. Let me see. Which one was it? Oh no, we've had ten of them. I know. It was we went across. We went. We did the walking bridge. We went across to um, Indiana. Then narrows it down to like four. <laughs> no, it was when we the first time it opened up. Uh. The first anniversary? Our first anniversary? No. It was our first anniversary? We went all the way across for our first anniversary. Then that's, that's when, it, when we did it. When, it first, when they first opened the bridge up for the walking bridge. So, in here in Louisville, we have a walking bridge that goes from our waterfront park in, in Louisville to Indiana's Jeffersonville Park. And it was just a little romantic day. It wasn't nothing big. It was just our anniversary, and we decided to go after dinner and do a walking bridge. And it was just romantic just to be able to spend that time with you and just go across the bridge with you. That's the most memorable day. I actually have a picture on um, my Instagram. It's old. It, t- it tells you how old it is. Um, you looking up at the sky, at the view. That one might not have been our first anniversary then. I don't remember. I don't know. We've been we've done it for so many anniversaries, and we go do different things every time we go over there. I I know it was an anniversary. It has been, but different. Like each anniversary, we've done something different when we've gone over yeah. there. Like the most recent one, we went to the slushy, slushy bar mm-hmm. when we went over there, and we get like this huge alcoholic slushy. Like, you're drunk when you're coming back, but by the time you get back, you're not drunk anymore. because <laughs> yeah, that walk is, whoo. Yeah. That walk is deadly. It's a nice little walk, but it's it's just romantic. I don't know. It's just me. Mm. What about you, sir? Our most romantic, our most memorable date? Um, oh, I don't know. I really don't know. Um... I do know, like, our first date was pretty memorable just because of what we went to go do. What we did? We went to the movies. We went to go see Harry Potter. What was this? No. What was our first date? I'm talking about the first date that we went out, not, like, the first date date. We went to Dixie Dozen for, like, our first one out. Was it Dixie Dozen? Yeah, Dixie Dozen. Yeah. 
we didn't go see a Harry Potter movie? I'm pretty sure we went to see a Harry Potter movie. I don't know. You asking these questions, I can't remember everything. No, I'm sure we went to see a Harry Potter movie. Yeah, see? You're going to talk to me like I'm wrong. I don't know better. But no, our first date was when? Where was it at? It was at my mom's house. Okay, as long as you not got But I was talking you. about the first one out. See? Oh, okay, I'm just saying, I'm making sure. I was like, hold on. Nah, bro, you can't be doing that to me. I know some things. I turned that shit. Ma'am, you have the next question. Oh, let's see. Hmm. So, yeah. She's scrolling through I our am. big list. It's so, a, it is a long list of we have questions. So many questions. And let's, since we have kids, let's do this one. Because I don't think I really talked about it this with anybody. What is your parenting style? I am loud. I am loud. I am in your face. I am. I don't want to say it's aggressive. I'm hard. I, I, that's, 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 that's the first word I'm hard I love hard I parent hard so the same why are you doing this yelling loud that I do for to, to discipline I do that exact same thing when I'm loving on the kids okay. so I'm just just hard It's I'm a hard lover I'm a hard disciplinarian I hope the kids don't ever figure this out because I very rarely whoop kids anymore I if they ever figure out that it's all just, uh, that my bark is worse than my bite <laughs> which I think the little girl might have actually figured it out she is terrible twos for real terrible twos terrible twos is ooh she got a beat she just terrible so I think I'm more of the gentle parent. I guess I try to get them to be more emotional mm-hmm. and tell me their feelings. So when they when they come to me crying, I'm like, okay, why are you crying? What is wrong with you? I try to talk to them softly. Now I do yell because the two year old Ashanti, she she will. She'll bring it out of me. She's the one that's into everything. And I know she's two. So I'm like, Ashanti, stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Calm down. What are you trying to do? What do you want? And she's getting her words together. So she'll tell me, open. Or tell me what to do. Or tell me what she needs. But I think my yelling is down to a minimum now. I don't have to yell no more. They more understand what I want. And they're more of a soft-spoken when it comes to the kids. I was like, you're a lot more emotional than I am about it. Because I'll sit there. I can calm a kid down. But it's still very stern. Like, whenever a marriage having an issue. Hey, stop what you're doing. What do you need? Why are you doing that? Okay. Then do this. And he'll, he'll do it, no problem. Ashanti sometimes, it'll do. AJ, it's a, it's a lost cause. Nothing I do is, he. I think he knows that I love him and that 
that's my ultimate thing is I want to be um, stern and hard, but they absolutely know that they can come to me for anything. They know they can joke with me. They know that it's all love at the end of the day. But Andre is just such a... He's such a little... A little, a little stuffed animal sometimes that he, he just can't, he can't, I don't. It's funny is with him playing football, you would think he'll be more aggressive. That's the, that's the thing. And he's not. He's, he's not at all. He is the biggest he's a teddy bird. He is a softy. And that, that, I mean, that's fine. But like, he will, he will fight with the siblings. But when it comes to the field, he has none. He has no I'm, toughness. Really. Okay, so yes, he does have the toughness. It's just... He's not as motivated? It's not he's not motivated. He's a thinker. He thinks a lot before he does anything. Like, he'll... Me and, the, me and actually one of the coaches has talked to... The coach, all the coaches know him, and they see it in him all the time. And they say it all the time. He's just a good kid. He's not mad about nothing. So what does he have to be aggressive about? Where Amir, since the moment he came out the womb, he'd been yelling and fighting and scratching and everything because he's had to fight for every little thing because he's just so little and everybody thinks he's pathetic and he's really not. And he's... And Ashanti, she's the baby. So she's a fighting, scrapping. Uh, The best way to put it is he doesn't have that dog that the other two have. Because he's never had to. But he is capable of handling himself. Yeah. He's very self-sufficient. He's very smart. But he is such a little teddy bear. He's he's a little softy sometimes. And I think that's where you come in at. Where your style works more for him. Where my style works more for Amir. And Ashanti is just... We just have to double team it because... Because a little bit of both works like... Your stoneness and my softness just, and to be honest, all the kids, they want to be cuddled. Yeah, they all want their little moments of cuddle time. Yeah. And I am, I'm a big cuddle. Like, I'll we'll sit on the couch and underneath the blankets and just be on, underneath each other until I get hot and tell them to move. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, they all fight for that time to be cuddled with. So. So, it is. Ain't nothing wrong with it. All right. All right so is it my turn now? Yeah, it is your turn. All right. Uh, let's do this. Um, where'd it go? No. Would you rather be loved, respected, or admired? <laughs> I lo- really love this question. I like asking everybody this question. They probably get tired of this question, but... Um, I think I would rather be respected because you can get love wherever you go, regardless. People are going to love you, they're going to hate you, regardless of what you do. But if you respect me, that means that I I mean something to you in the end. Mm-hmm. And admired, I mean, anybody can admire anybody, but you respect that person. Mm-hmm. So I want to say it's respected. 
I want to say loved. For so long in life, I... Okay. So for so long in life, I've felt not loved. As a child, uh, they'll feel like the only person who really did was my mother and my grandparents. Um, things that I thought were love at one point in time weren't. Um, girlfriends and stuff like that and relationships and stuff like that. I maybe have maybe a few, a handful of ones that ended well. And they were all ones where I was still looking for that same love. And so I feel like the love aspect of it is what means a lot more to me because I feel like it's hard to be loved. Or at least it's hard to love me or along those lines. I feel like I'm probably very hard to love. Uh, Admired. I've never had anybody admire me anyway so I've never thought too much about being admired I'm sure people respect me because of my actions but I've just always seek sought out to be loved and cared for the way that you do and even to this day it still sits in the back of my mind and I guess because it's it's impossible to do 20 plus years of not feeling undue 20 plus years of not feeling loved and it at times I'll sit there and overthink every little thing that happens with our relationship uh if you're up like when you get upset about something or when you're just a cranky person because you didn't get enough sleep or something like oh shit this is the moment she's gonna She's not in love with me no more. She doesn't love me anymore, and she's going to leave, and I'll be left here sitting there looking out the window like it's a Carl Thomas video. Like, I make the joke all the time, but it does sit in the back of my head from time to time. But I do know that you do love me. It's just, it's hard to undo 20-plus years of not feeling it. Yeah. And I know we've had those conversations, and you're like, why do you think that? Like, It's just, after so long of being wired that way, how do you get out of that? Like, I know you get tired of me when I'm like, hey, can you just tell me you love me? I just, sometimes I just need to hear uh, the reassurance sometimes. It just makes me feel better. Like, I know... And, I, and we all, as black people, come from the families where it's just implied. You don't have to say that you love everybody. But is it really so wrong to sit there and ask somebody to tell you, hey, just tell me you love me. Sometimes it just I just need to hear it. Yeah. In a wor- especially in a world like where shit's going wrong on a daily. I, I don't think I can ever not hear I love you enough from the people that I love. Like even when I go to work in the morning, last thing I say, I love you all. Have a good day. Yeah. So, yeah, loved. Okay. I respect that. You respect it? Mm-hmm. I do. Mm. Let's see. Um, 
That was three, right? I don't know. I lost track. We're doing five of these. So that was the third one. This is Lynn's. It's Lynn's turn. Hold on. No. I did one. You did one. I did, did one. one. Oh, this is the fourth one. My bad. It's the fourth question here. Okay. All right. No. That was the fourth. Right. So this will be the fifth. So this will be our last one. No. Let's see. Well, I need a good one then. Okay, what part of our relationship do you think needs more work? Mm. Uh, I feel like our communication could always be better. Yeah. Because as we've grown to be comfortable with each other because we know each other, we kind of pick up on cues and stuff, I think we lose sight of physically telling each other hey i need this like uh, about maybe a year or so ago when we had our issue with you not feeling seen mm -hmm. i i can hear it and i can see it but the way to fix it i went about the wrong way because i'm sitting here thinking oh well i could just put you in front of people but you're trying to find your identity outside of being with me. You're not trying to be Drizzy's wife. You're not trying to be the kid's mom, uh, Trudy's daughter, anything along those lines. You're trying to be Alicia. Or Lynn, my bad. That's fine. Uh, Why am I crying? See, I'm a big emotional baby. <laughs> I mean, it's... I mean, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that I didn't pick up on the cues that you wanted it. Like, and sometimes cues, I'm not going to pick up on cues. I suck at picking up on hints. It's just, I'm still, I'm slow. <laughs> That's all that is. But you, it probably, it didn't come until after I've pushed you, pushed you and pushed you and pushed you. And like here, go in front of this group of friends. Hey, go in front of this group of friends for you to come out like that's not what I need to fix anything. Like I'm probably it probably should have just been a conversation that we had before I did all those things, in opposed to just ooh, it's an issue. Let me fix it, or let me try to diffuse this problem before it happens. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with a couple having a conversation. Like yes, you can know your partner, but still. Sometimes you need to hear from your part, hear your partner tell you, "Hey, no, I need this. This is how we can fix this. This is what I need right now." And instead of trying to fix the problem, it's like trying to fix a car but not really knowing what's wrong with it. Like oh, I think it's the gas, so I'm gonna put more gas in it. Or it's oil, I think I'm gonna put some more oil in it. Or I think it needs a new radiator, so I'm just gonna go ahead and replace it, whether it looks like it or not. Like I just need to needed to communicate with you like hey what do you need and you tell me hey I need this okay what do you think yeah our communication and I have to admit that I am really bad at communicating um sometimes I think I tell you something and then you're like no you didn't tell me that so I I think I said a lot of stuff in my head and then think I said it to you as well. Because I'm a thinker too. I think a lot. And I think I say stuff to you. And I really hasn't. So our communication is really 
needs to get better because we're so used to being around each other that we forget. Mm-hmm. And we already we already we assume that we know what that person means mm-hmm. when obviously they don't. Mm-hmm. Prime example, when today when we was making made dinner, um, I left a hamburger in the refrigerator and he left the bag in the refrigerator. So I'm like, okay, cool, the hamburger's still in the refrigerator. I'm just gonna go ahead and just not to worry about throwing the hamburger out. Well, come to find out, you cut the hamburger up already. Yeah, I cut it up last night because it is sat for like all. It sat in the refrigerator all week, and I didn't. I know we've done it before, and it would go bad. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure I got it before it got too late. Right. So, so it just threw me off when I seen the bag, thinking it's still in there. Cool. Okay. Well, I don't have to worry about the hamburger. So it's just little things. And it's communication. And like I said, as relationship goes on, you do get comfortable and you do get in a routine that you forget to actually talk to your partner mm. and tell them what you need or what's going on or just, hey, this, mm. this is what's happened. Mm. Yeah. So. But yeah. But I have one more question because you know me, I always got to have my questions. Go ahead. Um, if I was ever to disappear, what would you do? How would you feel? I think I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I would probably have went down a deep, dark spiral of just what did I do wrong this time? Did I push you away? Did I, I did this wrong? I did that wrong? And it's probably a little bit worse now because we'd have kids we have kids, so I'm just absolutely kicking myself and think the worst of me. Uh, I'm sorry, just leave me all together. No, just like I just disappeared, like in general, like I like I never existed. Not like not no, no. That's not how the question went. I just disappeared. Like, I was here one day and just, just gone the next. And I woke up the next morning and you left me? I didn't leave. I just disappeared. Well, you'd have to leave in order for that to happen. Just answer the question. Gosh. Uh, it's sounding better on TikTok, but right now in my head, it's not really sounding not right. But anyways, we digress. I definitely would beat myself up. I don't know if I'd be able to function all the way because for the better part of 15 years, me and you have been a thing. And... I could never see it being a you issue. I'd always see it as I fucked up, I did something wrong. And just back to that whole I'm hard, I'm impossible to love, I'm impossible to be along with, uh, I'm a failure as a person because I can't maintain this uh, human relationship. Um. I fucking suck. <laughs> you don't suck. You are an awesome person. I keep telling you that you're a great father, a great husband, my soulmate, my risk taker. But for, <laughs> but it's like I, it's yeah. I can tell if you've listened to these last few, these last. For the last what two or three was it three years now almost two years that we've been doing this podcast, I've had me and Lynn have had different 
styles of life growing up where she's had a, fa- a family at all times and it's a two-parent relationship every time she grew up in where I've had different ones and shit didn't always turn out well the love that I seen wasn't always what I thought it was and I was treated horribly uh, at parts of my life that it's hard for me to get out of my head sometimes like I say in my head a lot but it's it gets hard and like things like that do cross my mind a lot even 10 or what 11 years almost 11 years of marriage we're at the halfway point by now. well uh, where yeah. I guess we're beginning in the in the tenth year, going into the eleventh of being together. So, like I said earlier, it's hard to undo twenty plus years of not feeling loved or feeling that you do anything right. So yeah. So vice versa. I would be sad. I really wouldn't know what to do because you are my rock. <laughs> Besides the kids, you are what holds me together. And I'm going to cry again because I'm almost my person. I don't know why. Mm. But I just really would. If you was ever to disappear or to leave, I wouldn't know what to do. Um, you have to take me with you because we are in this together. I will have to hunt you down and find you and put you back with me. Cause we're not, you know, we're not doing this. But I wouldn't know what to do, and I wouldn't know what to tell the kids either. So, I would be half my heart would be missing mm. if he was to ever disappear, which you're not, cause you're not going nowhere. We're stuck. Ma'am, the way the world. We're ebony and ivory. <laughs> we're not, but okay. Oh my God! Don't judge you said me. Said we're black. <laughs> we are black. We're blackity black, black at that. <laughs> but you we said are, we're niggerish. <laughs> we are two peas in one pod. You say that till you leave me. Where am I going? I don't know, but you're gonna go <laughs> to work. It's <laughs> about it. To work. Mm. I don't know. I think with this podcast. It's really opened me up a lot, and I'm trying to do better with myself and be out there and open and free and living a life. Because mm. it is mom bop summer. Mom, mom bod summer. Yep, I said it. Don't ask me. If y'all can see my face in there, like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> mom bod. Mom bod summer. And get it out right, but yeah. So I get my mom body. Uh, hey. Are you talking about the clothes you've been wearing? Hey. So yes, Lynn has been on this journey of the whole wear it. If it in my size, I'm wearing it. Which I have no problem with. She <laughs> wears some shit to just like, hey, come on, let's get back in this room. Let's work on kid number four real quick. Psych. Like I know there ain't nothing there, but I can shoot for something. Psych. <laughs> but yeah. She's been on that. Uh, and she's got some nice shit. Uh, where are we at? Um, We're done. Uh, you did so a lot of questions. So you don't want to only short, It's a short episode. 
uh, we don't ever like we talk about ourselves and we talk about our relationship, but sometimes we get these questions and we're like, ooh, that's a good one, and we never answer them ourselves. And we kind of try to make sure that we don't ask anything that we wouldn't be able to answer ourselves on this show. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure we'll do this again and just ask answer some other questions that we have on her because we literally have a giant sheet that's got like maybe three pages just of questions and. Questions. It's just stuff that stumps us. It's, we know it stumps our, our guests because every time we ask a certain question, they'll be like, ooh, that's a good one. And they don't know how to respond, so they like really got to think about what they're doing. Um, so we are going to start wrapping up. Um, before we wrap up all the way, we want to make sure that everybody knows that Run Them Digits are official sponsors for Jobber Slam. Okay, Jabber Slam in Brooklyn, New York, on August nineteenth. Hold on, I don't. I want to make sure I give y'all the right date. It is not the nineteenth. Is August twentieth? I apologize. We are the official sponsors for Jabber Slam. In fact, one specific match in particular is the North versus the South. Prolific. Versus Jobber Tears Podcast JTP South. We like it's gonna be a good show. We are wrestling fan, huge wrestling fans. In fact, this podcast was kind of built off the back of a wrestling podcast. So um, when you we've had tons of people from the uh, wrestling, the black wrestling world, from uh, Kiki Queen K Kiki. Uh, Lord, um, I went blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janelle, um, HR, uh, Janelle from HR from Jabber Tears, uh, uh, Mike Bostic. And I'm pretty sure they won't be the, they're not the last. We will definitely have more as we go. Uh, Big Baby Dre, uh, and Amanda. Ugh. I went blank real quick, but yes, we are official sponsors. So make sure that you guys, if you're in the Brooklyn area or if you're traveling to the Brooklyn, go see this show. Jobber Tears always puts on some of the best shows. Uh, last year's Jobber Slam, a fucking great show. I was able to watch it online, uh, but much love to our family up north. We definitely must pull up on them. We're we're working on it. We're gonna do it one of these days. We got three kids. <laughs> we I do want to go to New York. And we and that they want us to bring the kids. So right. definitely we gotta, we gotta get that come start. up. Uh, and for power ups and power bombs, which is our brother podcast, they are the official sponsors for the show. The day before that, Black Girl Magic. It is a all black women's wrestling show. So from start to finish, the commentators, black women, the interviewers, black women, the wrestlers, black women, the referees, black women, the promoter, a black woman. It is black girl magic too. And we absolute uh, powers, power bombs are official sponsors for it. So again, in that Brooklyn area, if you are there, go pull up, see this show 
And even if you can't see this show, this show will be shown on IWTV. So if you just go ahead and pay your little $10 and maybe about a week or two, that show will be up and you can watch it. Um, Black Girl Magic was probably one of the best shows last year. And it we was wanted to be bigger and better. So they'll do it every year. Maybe they'll start traveling with it and they come down here with right. some Southern hospitality. Right. So... Lynn, would you like to go? No, I'm going first this time. Right. Why don't so, go first for? You can find me on IG at B-I-G-D-R-Y-Z-Z-Y-502. And that's it. <laughs> oh, and now it's to me. No, I'm just playing. You can follow, follow me on IG at Lynn underscore 6912. That's L-Y-N-N underscore 6912. As well as follow our Random Digits pod. Random Digits on IG at Random Digits 6912. Boom. As well as our Facebook page. Boom. Which is Random Digits Podcast Group. And I'm dropping knowledge, love advice. Well, not really advice, but just love quotes. Just to be funny. And if you like nonsense, that's me. He does nonsense. Because I am nonsense. I might have something deep every once in a while. But for the most part, nothing I do is any type of of importance. It's all literally just brain-numbing nonsense. Yes. But that's okay. We're here for it all. Because love is love, and love is all that matters. Absolutely. Um... Major shout out to anybody and everybody that listens to our podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. We are trying to be as regular as possible. Shout out to the Breezy Way. Yes. Breezy Way. New episodes coming soon. Get on it. I'm speaking into existence because we be at football practice and she look at us like, hey, we well, got new episodes coming out. And we look at her and say, the same time yours does. And we just kind of <laughs> look at each other like, yeah, you right. <laughs> But we love Bree, Bree's family. Uh, shout out to the Shadley Seminoles. <laughs> right. Um, anything else, Lynn? That is it. All right. We so, missed you. Well, I missed you on about Drizzy over there, but. Y'all hear from me every week. I just, <laughs> y'all better get sick of me. So, for Lynn. This is your girl, Lynn. I am Drizzy. And we are out in random digits. Hey.